Okay, we're in Daf Nun Hey. We're in the middle of discussion of the Gemara. It asks the Shaila of Eretz Amir is Tamei Mishum Avira or Tamei Mishum Gusha, which is why Tais explained that if it's Tamei Mishum Gusha, again, this is only Tumah Durabonah, of course. If it's Tamei Mishum Gusha, that means the Tumah is going to be Tumas Mace oriented. Originally, it was a Tumas Maga. Eventually, became the Chazal added on a Tumas Oel, but it's all related to Tumas Mace. Or do we say it's Mishum Avira? And if it's Mishum Avira, then not only are you Tamei if you touch it, not only are you Tamei if you're Ma'ayel over it, but even if you're exposed to the airspace, even in a situation where you normally would not have Tumas Mace, you'd be tummy. Anyways, and Taisa seemed to say that that was because Chazal, if that's true, it would be because Chazal was discouraging people from going to Chutz Laaretz at all. And one of the Nafkamidas the Gemara had said was, do you need to do Hazosh Lishivishri? If the Tumah is based on Tumay Mace oriented, has something to do with Goyim being buried there or Jews being buried there, even if it's on the Midrabana, and then Chazal would have said you need to have a Zoshli Shvishvi. It's Mishuma Avira, and it's Chomer to the point where it's Tameh, even without anything to do with Tumas Mace whatsoever, then you would not need a Zoshli Shvishvi, either because it's not Mace oriented, or because once we're so Machmer on it, we don't need to go ahead and uh, reinforce that with a Zoshli Shvishvi. So the Mora came out yesterday, we have no riot from our mission one way or the other, but now the Gemara says, the Bryce says, So if someone goes into Chutzlaretz, in a Sheda Tevo Migdal, Sheda Tevo Migdal is some sort of large box of one form or another, that the box holds at least 40 saws, so that it's considered an oil on its own, and someone is in that, now it's closed from the bottom, so he's not exposed from too much oil or anything like that. He's not exposed because it's flat and, and sealed. But it is open on top. Okay, so he can breathe from on top. He can stand up in it, whatever it is. So Rebbe Metame. Rebbe says, doesn't matter. Even if you're in the Shedet Teva Migdal. Now normally if you go into a, an Oala mace, if you're, or if you're Mahil over a mace in a Shedet Teva Migdal, you're going to be tar. Because that Shedet Teva Migdal, this box, separates between you and the mace. But Rebbe says, in this case, when it comes to Eretz Amim, either way, you're going to be Metame. Rebbe Yehudah says, no, you're going to be tarred. The Shedet Tev Migdol separates. So what's the Machlaikis Rebbe? So my love, Pashup Shad, sounds like Arnakuda. The Rebbe Savamishimavir. Rebbe says the Tumah of, of Chutzarts has nothing to do with Tumah Sameis. And therefore, even though you're in a box which theoretically would protect you from Tumah Sameis, you're still going to be Tame. Because the Avira, the airspace of it in general, is Tame like this side of Khomer that we just said. says, no, it's nothing to do with Avira. It's a regular din of Tumah Sameis, the Mamagra, Mama, or oil. And over here, where you're in a protected type of box that protects you from the Oil of the maze, you're going to be tossed. So the Chayyim we have very straightforward. is Tanoim about our Shiloh. So Lav Dafka, and the Gemara is going to go through a few different possibilities why this Machlekes Rebbe and Reish Biyuda is not necessarily connected to our Shiloh. So the first shot is as follows: Loi, the Kuli Al Mishum Gusha could be everybody holds there is no Tumas Avir at all. It's not a Tumas Avir question. It's really a Tumas Gusha question. It's a Tumas Mace oriented issue that there are Mason Chutzarts, Jewish Mason, Goyesh Mason that, that we don't know, and therefore it's a Tumas oil question. If that's the case, why does Rebbe say Yatame? If you're in a Shade Tevo Migdal, that should be enough to protect you from Tumas Mace oil. The Savar, oil sar shmei oil. Savar, oil. The question is over here: This oil is moving. This is not a permanently a permanent structure. If you have a permanent structure that's constructed in a way to create an oil underneath you and separate you from the tumasa maze, everybody would agree that that would separate you from the maze, and even the chutzlarts you would be tar. The question over here is: We have a moving oil. 
Does a moving ohel count to separate you or not? Now, Tyson brings two pshatim over here. On the tzad that we're saying in the Yisim Yehuda that it's tar, it could be one of two reasons. It could be in general. The Yisim Yehuda holds that, that oil zarek is shmai oil, even though it's moving. doesn't matter if it's moving. Lamai says it's a structure of an oil, and it separates between you and the mace. Or, Tyson says, it could be over here, it's slightly different. Because over here, we're not talking about where it's flying. We're talking about where it's sitting on an animal or sitting on a caravan or someone, a person is holding this box. And if a person is holding this box or an animal is holding this box, it is actually somewhat attached to the ground, halachically speaking. And therefore, that's why Rabbi Yisrael holds that this OL counts as an OL. Maybe if it was just flying, someone threw a box or someone's in it, or nowadays like an airplane, like we, we would know, right? Then maybe it would be different. And then it would not be an OL. But at least in this case, where it's on a person who's attached to standing on the ground, that's when Rabbi Yisrael holds, OL Zarek is Shmei OL. And that's what Rabbi Yisrael says, in this case, you're going to be tar. And the reason I'm explaining to you these two Pshatamatis is because it all depends on that will affect the next word of the Gemara. The Gemara then says Vahatanya. Now we have three Vahatanyas the Gemara is going to bring on this page. Okay? Two of them are Benichusa. And then the question, Michusa means they're actually bringing a raya to a tzad of the Gemara that the is about to say. This one, this first one, Vatanya, there are two ways to explain it. You can explain this Vatanya as a question, or you can explain this Vatanya as a raya. Okay, let's explain it both ways. It's not that complicated. So the first shot we said in the Machlaikis is that Rabbi holds always an oil zarek is shmei oil. It doesn't make a difference if it's moving, flying, someone's carrying it, makes no difference, it counts as an oil. In fact, tomorrow Tanya, it's not true. Rabbi Yisrael, if you have a box full of kalem, and you throw it over a mace, it's tome. So you see, oil zarek is lav shmei oil. You see, the oil zarek does not protect you. If it's standing still and it's attached to the ground, then it would be an oil. But if it's moving, it's not. So the more is using this as a question on the previous Hanukkah, there would be holds, oil zarek is shmei that's one way to read this Gemara. The other way Tyson said to read the Gemara is the opposite. That we that we're explaining only when a person or an animal is holding it and that person is standing on the ground. And therefore the Gemara says, Vatanya, and I can prove that to you. If it's flying and nobody's holding it, then then it does not protect the person from the Tumah. But if someone is holding it, and therefore that person who's holding it is standing on the ground, it's going to be tar, because being the person in it is going to be tar, because it will provide protection, because in that case it's not considered an oil zorek, it's considered an oil that's on the ground. So either way you want to do it, the Gemara's Havamina was that this machloikis between Rabbi Yisrael Yehuda and Rabbi is based on our question of Avira and Gusha. The first first pshat in the Gemara is Lavdafka. Could be everybody holds Gusha. The question is, is this oil that's moving enough to protect you from the Gush, yes or no? That's the first tarot. Second tarot. Now, our gears here is Ella. Tesis changes the Ella to Ibayasema. It's actually a second tarot. The Kuliyamishim Avira. The first side of the Gemara was everybody held that it was Tame Mishum Gusha. And the question was, does the oil protect you? Second shot of the Gemara's left Afka could be the opposite. Everybody holds it's Tame Mishum Avir. And therefore, if it's Tame Mishum Avir, I don't care if you're in a shade of Tevum Migdal. Lechari should be Tame anyways. So if that's the case, why does Biyashi use the Yitar? The Marsavar, Chivin Delay Shikha, Lego. The whole idea of going into Chutzar is because Al said you're going to be Tame, even if they said you're going to be Tame Mishum Avir, it's still only a Tumma Medrabanan. And generally speaking, we always say that Chazal only made by Milsa de Shkicha, by situations which are typical to happen, then Chazal go out of their way to make a Xera to protect you from the, from the various halachas. But if it's something in a strange case, 
that we wouldn't say it. So going into Chutzlaretz, let's say over the water of Chutzlaretz on a boat, or maybe nowadays in a plane, that's a typical normal case thing that people would do. But to put yourself in a large box and mail yourself, and someone's carrying you on a caravan, that seems to be a milsud l'shichicha. says in that case, there is no tumor de Rabbanon to begin with. Because a milsud l'shichicha, the Gaza Rabbanon, there's nothing to do with protecting you from the oil or not protecting you from the oil. It could be it's really Tumas Avira. And really, if you're in a normal situation, let's say standing on a boat that's going through Chutzar, you would be Tumas. We'll see in the Bryce in a second. But in a box, that's Mosul Shkicha, and therefore like God's rear bottom. Am I suffer? I forgot the Shkicha, God's rear bottom. The Hatanya, excuse me, yes. Does it make a difference whether that Mikkel Tevish is open on the top of not now? No, because it's Mosul Shkicha. It's milsud la makes no difference. If it's open, closed, it makes no difference. If you holds, you're always going to be tar. That seems to be a lot But Tanya, and I'll prove it to you. Ha-nichlas la-retzam v'shedetovim If you're in a box, you're tar. But if you're in a boat or some kind of raft, then you're going to be tummy. What's the difference? The Chayim, in terms of protecting you from tumah, a boat, a raft, or a box is all the same thing. They're closed on the bottom. And it's all I need that they're closed on the bottom. Must be that one is shriach and one is loy shriach. Going in a boat is shriach, and therefore you have the gzeri to bottom, maybe bisham avir. Whereas going in a box is most of the loy shriach, if it's most loy shriach, we don't have the gzeri. And that would be pshat and bisham But again, nothing to do with our shayla. It could be everybody holds gusha, or it could be everybody holds avir. We can work out the price either way. A third way to understand this price, so, that everybody holds it, some bisham gusha. And everybody holds oil, zarak, ishmael. And therefore, if it's tamay bisham gush, and the oil that you're in is considered an oil, you really should be tar. So why does Rebbe say you're tamay? The question is, am I afraid that someone's going to stick their head out of the box and now be oil over the actual ground of Eretz Chutzarets? The box itself protects you. Am I afraid someone's going to stick their head out or not? Uh, so you're tar because, as Tyson explains, if you're in a box, it's very, the box is not meant for like, it doesn't have like a window in the box. And therefore, if there's no window, it's sort of difficult to stick your head out easily. Therefore, we're not afraid of that issue. Whereas if you're in a boat, which has windows or some kind of raft, which is easy to stick your head off the side, then we are afraid you're going to have issues. So therefore, according to this third shot, everybody holds a Tomei's Bishul Mace, and everybody holds, as long as you're in a box of some sort, theoretically you are protected. The question is, are we afraid, with, uh, 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 again, like a secondary examiner Rabbanon, that you might stick your head out over the land above, outside this box? By a regular box, we're not afraid. By a boat, maybe we would be afraid, and that would be the case where it would be a thing. So either way, we come out, we don't have... Any riot from this brisa to our question is the Eretz Amim Tamei Mishem Avira or Tamei Mishem Gusha because we can explain this brisa according to either one of these pshatim and still come up with Machlekes Rebbe and Rebbe Shemiyud. Moving on, we said in the Mishnah that all the cases of Tuma that we had in the Mishnah are not cases that break Tuma break the halacha of Naziris. We said in the Mishnah they pause Hilchos Naziris and therefore those days don't count, but when you finish your tumma, all these types of tumadrabanans or lower level of tumadaraisas, then they do not break your naziris. Rather, they pause the naziris, and when the naziris is over, you now can start keep counting. Yes? The naziris is paused. Are you allowed to drink wine? No. No. It just means those days don't count. You're not allowed to drink wine, you're not allowed to be matame during those days at all, of course, but those days don't count for the number of days that you're macabre for your naziris. That's what it means. 
However, there's one halach in the Mishnah that's very, very tricky. That it's not clear to us what's going on, and that was the halach of Mitzayra. We said in the Mishnah that if a person who is a Nazir becomes a Mitzayra, which we said there's three stages of Hilchus Mitzayra, there's Hezger, there's, there's, uh, what the Mishnah calls it again, Hezger, Gumray, and Sfarai. Hezger is the original days before the crane makes him tummy. Gumray is the whole time he actually is, has Tsaras. And then he gets a haircut at the end of that stage, has to shave his whole body and bring the two bird karbanas, sort of karbanas. And then he has another seven days he may svaray afterwards. The Misha said, the may svaray and the may gumray, you pause your naziris during that stage. Why? It was never really clear why. There's no Tumas Mace over there. Yes, a Metzerah is Tameh, but we already said a Nazir's Tameh, Zavar, Zava, does not pause his Naziris. So why should Metzerah pause his Naziris at all? What is this halacha based on? So the Mara is going to have two totally different ap- approaches to this over the next few daf. The first one is of Chista. Amr of Chista. Loi Shanu, this whole idea that Metzerah pauses your Naziris, Eleb Naziris Mu'etes. It depends how long you're Makabal and Aziris for, whether this halacha is actually true. If you have a short Naziris, which assumingly means 30 days, then the halacha is that it cancels, that it pauses your Naziris. But if you have a longer Naziris, then it does not. What is Ravchistah talking about? Ravchistah is actually explaining to us that there is nothing about Mitzayra that actually conflicts with Naziris in terms of Hilchus Tumavatayra. The problem between Naziris and Mitzayra is, is that a Mitzayra must shave his whole body, including his head. And a Nazir must let his hair grow. Now, we already said from the Psukim that, of course, you're allowed to shave your head, shave your whole body when you're a Mitzayra, and it overrides the halachas of Nazir that we already discussed. But the problem is, as, we dis- as we've said many times throughout the last bunch of blood, that you cannot have a Naziris that shaves his head at the end of Naziris without having 30 days of hair growth. And therefore, if someone's Makabal is Naziris, let's say a 30-day Naziris, and on day 10, he becomes a Mitzayra, okay, and he's a Mitzayra, let's say, for two weeks, for all human sake, and he goes through the whole process of Mitzayra. At the end of those two weeks, he's cut his hair already now two times. He, of course, has to count another 30 days now for Naziris because he needs to have 30 days of hair growth at the end of that to be able to be considered a Nazir at all. We said that's the definition of finishing Naziris is you must finish with 30 days of not cutting your hair. So says of Chista, that halacha that we said you pause your Naziris to do Mitzayrah, but the days don't fall away, he says, that's my Naziris Muetis. Well, Naziris Marupa, let's say you become a 100-day Naziris. And on day 20 of the 100-day Naziris, you become a Mitzayrah. So you're a Mitzayrah for two weeks, you finish it off, you still have 75 days, or whatever it is, left of, whatever it is, of your Naziris left, then those days that you were a Mitzayrah shouldn't be able to count. You're a couple 100 days. The question is, those, those 14 days of Mitzayrah, are they subtracted from your 100 days and you have to add them on separately or not? Says of Chis, the only time that makes sense that they don't count and you have to add them on is when they're affecting your ability to have 30 days of haircut. But if they're not affecting your ability to have 30 days of hair, of hair growth, which means, let's say, in the case of Yimakabal, 100 days of Naziris. You have to keep 100 days. You kept 10 days. Now the person becomes a Mitzayrah for 14 days. She's up to day 24, and he needs another 76 days. Well, 76 days is plenty. So count another 76 days of Nazir. When you get to that, you've had 30 days of hair growth. You finish in Naziris, says of Chista. And the day 14 days of Mitzayrah, not only do we say they're not paused, they actually count as part of your 100 days of 
of Naziris. And therefore, it says of Chisna, this halacha of the Mishnah is not 100% true. It depends on the case. By Nazir Mu'etes, by a 30-day Naziris, it would be true. But by a longer than 30-day Naziris, it not necessarily is true. And that means that there is no conflict, really, between Mitzayra and Nazir. It's only a conflict based on the hair growth and hair cutting process, not because of the Tum of Atayra. Says my Meisir of Shravi. Shravi says, "Wait a second. Go back to our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says, Maschil That if a person is a Mitzayra when he finishes his Tzaras, then he's Maschil Umaynamiyad. Ve'ein Mavatlanes It does not cancel the early days. Now, what does it mean? It doesn't cancel the early days. Meaning that the days he already counted as a Nazir before he became a Mitzayra, those days are are in his bucket. Now, what are we talking about? But my Ilem Nazir Muetes. If we're talking about a thirty-day Naziris, Kabod Gidol Sar. It's not true that those 10 days that he had beforehand count. They, they sort of count, but they're irrelevant. Because if he had his Makabal of 30 day Naziris, and he kept, kept 10 days, and after those 10 days he becomes a Mitzayr, and he's a Mitzayr now for two weeks, let's say. Okay, three weeks, whatever it is. And now he goes ahead and wants to do Naziris, he's going to have to start 30 days all over again. Because he needs to have 30 days of hair growth. So those original 10 days... They're, they don't fall away like we say by tumult, but they don't count for anything because you're going to have to, those original 10 days, because you're going to have to do 30 days now anyways. So clearly the Mishnah, when it said that those 10 days count, is not talking about a 30-day Mitzvah. The 30-day Naziris. We must be talking about a longer than 30-day Naziris. Right? El Alav Naziris Meruba. We must be talking about a longer than 30-day Naziris in the Mishnah. Must be. Vikotani Maschulumernamiyad. And yet it says that the Naziris is paused. Rav Chista just said, by a Naziris that's longer than 30 days, the Naziris is not paused. And here we seem to be saying, the Mishnah says, clearly we're talking about a longer than 30 day Naziris, because the 10 days don't count, and yet the Naziris is, is paused. So Rav Chista doesn't fit with the Mishnah. Humaisavlah, he asked this Kashim Mufarak law that no, it's just a logical question over here. Benaziris Baschamishim Yoim. There's a whole middle ground over here. What if you have a 50 day Naziris? Okay, and a person keeps twenty days in Naziris, and then he becomes a Nazir. Okay, so, uh, Mitzrayah. I keep getting confused. Sorry, and then he becomes a Mitzrayah. Now he becomes a Mitzrayah for two weeks. Okay, so you say, well, I already counted twenty days in Naziris. I have thirty days left. Okay, so clearly in that situation, the days of Mitzrayah don't count towards his Naziris. Because he's going to get a haircut 14 days after he starts his Mitzrayah, and then he's not going to have 30 days left at the end of, the, of this, after the Mitzrayah, of Naziris left after 30 days of haircut. In which case, he's going to have to keep another 30 days. Now, those 20 days in the bank still count, so he has 20 at the beginning and 30 at the end. But in that case, you're right, says Rav Chista, the middle days are paused. So what's Rav Chista saying? Rav Chista saying as follows. Rav Chista saying, when he talks about Nazir Muetes, he doesn't mean Nazir Muetes of how long you were Makabal in Naziris for. He means Nazir Muetes, how many days are left after the Mitzrayah is done. If you have 30 days of Naziris left after the Mitzrayah is done, then all those days that you had till now count. Including the Mitzvah Including the days. Those days count. That's not a problem. But if you have less than 30 days left, then some of those Mitzvah days are not going to count. Depends on which way you're going. And you're going to have to add on extra days to make sure you have the 30 days. So if Chistah's Lach is standing true, that it's really only a question of haircut issue. It's not a question of anything else. But 
It really depends on how long you have before and after. So I don't care how long you're Makabal the Naziris for. You can be Makabal 100 day Naziris. You can be Makabal a 40 day Naziris. Sometimes the days of Mitzrayim might count for, help for you, and sometimes the days of Mitzrayim might not help for you. In ter- they help for you in terms of your number of days of Naziris. But obviously they don't help for you in terms of the 30 days of hair growth you need to have at the end. And that's what it means. The Yosemite Esrim, he counted 20 days. Visyal Beit Saras, then he got Saras. Megalech Saras, he finishes his Saras whenever he finishes it. Vahadu Yosemite Tosu Yomer. And then he has to count at least another 30 days. The Nazir, the Yosemite Gidl Sar, because he has to have a Gidl Sar. So in that case, the days of Saras do not count for you, but in other cases, days of Saras could count for you, and therefore, as long as you have 30 days afterwards. Okay, so, so far, we're okay with Avchista. We have a few more minutes here today, so let's start the next segment, which is going to take us a, a little bit of time so we can get ahead. Mesif Rabbi Rechav. Rabbi Rechav asked a We have a Mishnah later on on Daf Nuntes Amabes. Okay, it's a little tricky Mishnah. Uh, it's so tricky that Tosis explains it all over here, and then later on when he gets to the Mishnah, he says, I'm not doing this again. Look back to what I said last time. Okay, so the Mishnah says the following case as follows. Nazir Shahoya Tomei Besafek Umuchlet Besafek. Okay, this is probably not a case that would actually happen, but it allows us to prove a point. And the case is as follows. You have a Nazir who's in Naziris. And on the first day that he's Makabal Naziris, he becomes Suffolk Tomei. Maybe he was Tomei Mace, maybe he wasn't. Okay. The next thing that happens to him on that same day is he becomes a Suffolk Metzairah Mukhlat. Maybe he's a Metzairah, maybe he's not. The Rush says on this Gemara over here, the Chagav Tzarech Ian, what in the world is the case of a Suffolk Metzairah? There's no case. There's a mission in the, in the Goyim says that any Suffolk Metzairah is tar. So the Rosh says, I'm not exactly sure what the case is. I thought maybe the case is where he showed it to the Kayan, the Kayan paskind, and then like the Kayan ran away and didn't tell him what the Psak was. So there was a Psak, but I don't know what the Psak is. Maybe some case like that. Whatever it is. Maybe it started a few days before. First of all, you could be. Yeah, if it's a certain kind of Tzaras, you could be. You don't have to wait. Only certain Tzaras you have to wait. Okay, whatever the case is, again, Tzarachin, what the case is. But there is such a case. It's a mission. Okay? So the person now, you have to keep track of all this fakers. He's a Nazir that might be a Nazir Tameh, and he might be a Mitzayr. Okay? Now, we've already learned that Mitzayrah, on some level, this is what we're debating here, pauses your Nazirs. Okay? Now, normally a Mitzayra has to, during his Tyra process, has to get two haircuts, we discussed. At the end of when he's a Mitzayra, he gets his first haircut and he does the bird carbonus. Then he waits seven days and gets, when I say haircut by Mitzayra, it's actually the whole body, it doesn't matter. Then he waits another seven days and he gets a second haircut and then he does all his carbonus of Mitzayra. So, this person now is in a lot of trouble. Okay, this person needs to figure out which carbonus he's going to bring when, which haircuts he's going to get when, when he's allowed to drink wine, and when he's tohar and he can eat carbonus because a Mitzayra is considered tummy and cannot eat carbonus. So how do you work out what this person does? So clearly, the f- most important, the, the most important for our purposes, for the first 30 days, now let's assume he was Makabal a short Naziris. So the first 30 days, he's not getting a haircut. Okay, I don't care what Mitzayra, whatever he does over here, since we don't know for sure he's a Mitzayra, and we definitely know for sure he is a Nazir, but if, and he's not sure if he's Tommy Nazir or anything. So for the first 30 days, he's definitely not getting a haircut. That's not happening. Okay? At the end of 30 days, he now comes and he can get a haircut. Now, he can be getting a haircut now for one of three reasons he's getting this haircut. He can be getting a haircut because he's a Nazir Tar and he's finished his Naziris. He can be getting a haircut because he's a Nazir Tomei, and part of the Nazir Tomei process is to restart the Naziris, he has to get a haircut. Or he can be getting a haircut because this is the first haircut of his Tsaras. 
Okay? So he gets his haircut after 30 days. Done. Now he's also going to have to bring a whole combination of carbonus to, to deal with this here. Some of them, all the carbonus he's allowed to bring of Svekas, he's allowed to bring it. The Gemara will discuss in great detail later which carbonus he brings. That's not relevant for us. Now, now what's the next stage? Okay, so now he has, maybe now, this, this that he already got the haircut on day 30 was, let's say, a Nazir Tameh haircut. We don't know, but maybe it was a Nazir Tameh haircut, okay? Which means he was not a Mitzaria, but he was a Nazir Tameh. So he definitely cannot get another haircut anytime in the next 30 days again, because now he has his regular Nazir started. So he gets to day 60. On day 60, he gets a second haircut. Okay? What are the possibilities of what this day 60 haircut could be? So day 60 haircut could be a second haircut of Mitzaria, okay? Or it could be the haircut of a Nazir Tar. It could be one of those two. It's not going to be a Nazir Tameh because if it was a Nazir Tameh, that means the first one is a Mitzayra, and if the first one is a Mitzayra, then the second one is also a Mitzayra. So it's definitely not going to be a Nazir Tameh one, but it could be a Nazir Tar or it could be a Mitzayra. So either way, once he gets to day 60, if he actually was a Mitzayra, then he's done. He's done with all his Mitzayra haircuts because Mitzayra haircuts always come before Nazir haircuts. So by day 60, he's finished his two Mitzvah haircuts. Again, don't worry about the Karbanas. Assuming he's worked out all the Karbanas. On day 60 now, Saras is over. He's taller from Dine Saras, and he can go into Mitzvah and eat Karbanas. Says the Mishnah. He can definitely eat Kachim after 60 days. But if those two haircuts were Mitzvah, he's still a Nazir. Okay. So he has to wait at least now. Maybe it was a Nazir tummy, which means, or maybe not. We don't know. So let's assume Mitzayra is in the bucket now. Now he says, okay, I'm done with Mitzayra, now I've got to get back to my Naziris. Well, maybe you're a Nazitar. So you can definitely not get a haircut for the next 30 days. Okay? So you wait another 30 days on day 90, you go get a haircut. Now what are you getting a haircut for on day 90? Either for Nazitameh or for Nazitar. We don't know. So you get your haircut, bring again your Suffolk or Bunnis, don't worry about that. And then you have to wait, maybe you are a Nazitameh, and you have to wait one more 30 days to get your Nazir Tar for sure. And that's why the Mishnah says, He can be Shoysayayin and get and become Tomei after 120 days. Wait. So far, so good. So, so far we had a Suffolk, Mitzayra, Suffolk, Nazir Tomei, Suffolk, Nazir Tar, and we worked it out when his Mitzayra is for sure finished after 60 days, and his Tsaras is finished after 60 days, and his Naziris is for sure finished after 120 days. So far, so good. The Mishnah continues. And here comes the Kashan of Chista. The Tani Allah, we learned about that Mishnah, the Medvam Amurim, that it works out 60 days or 120 days, that's Benazir Muetis. If his Naziris originally was Makabo, it was a 30 day Naziris. Of a Naziris Bashano, let's say his Naziris, he was Makabo, was a year long Naziris. Now let's do the math. Okay? So if it's a year long Naziris, he cannot get his first haircut till the end of the first year. Because maybe he's a Nazitar, and maybe he's not a Mitzayra at all. So he has to get his first haircut after the first year. Okay, but now maybe that was another Tame uh, haircut or a Mitzayra haircut. So he has to wait another year to get his second haircut, right? Because maybe he wasn't a Mitzayra at all. And these are just Nazira's haircuts. So now at the end of the second year, he's now gotten two haircuts, which is the equivalent of the 60-day previously. And now he's done with his Tsaras Bisafek. Now he has to wait another two years to deal with his another Tahar and another Tame Svekas that he has. So just we multiply out by the times. So the no. Missed the point, says the Gemara. According to Avchista, let's do Avchista's math over here. Avchista said there's nothing about 
Mitzayra that actually conflicts with Naziris. Nothing. It's just a question of, do I need 30 days of haircut? So, of course, of Chista, these first two years that he was waiting, that maybe he was a Mitzayra, maybe he wasn't, they're not really pausing your Naziris. You just need to make sure you have 30 days of hair growth. In which case, according to Chista, the first two haircuts you get, maybe are Mitzayra haircuts, fine. Why do I have to wait for the third year, a whole year? I should just have to wait 30 days to grow hair, and then I can get a haircut now. I can get a haircut either else Nazir Tomei or else Nazir Tohar. If I'm a Nazir Tomei, so now I got my haircut after 30 days. And if I was a Nazir Tomei, that does cancel all my Naziris, and then I have to wait another year. Fine, but I don't have to wait four years. I should only have to wait Sachakol three years and 30 days. First two years, Suffolk Metzera. Then 30 days just for hair growth, and then do Nazir Tomei maybe. And then a, a third year after that for Nazir Tohar. From the fact that we make you do full full years, that's mashma that none of the days of Mitzayra count at all. And therefore, even for Nazir Tar, you have to wait a whole nother year and none of those days count. So it's not just a question of I need 30 days of hair growth. It's very clear from this Mishnah that none of the days of Mitzayra count for Naziris at all. And that's a kashan of Chisla. It says, that theoretically the days of Mitzrayim could count for you. Three years and 30 days should be good enough. From the fact that it's not good enough, it's very clearly mashma that Mitzrayim days, some reason, do conflict with Naziris, and they cannot count with the Naziris days at all, even if you have 30 days of haircut, those days are irrelevant, and therefore you have to wait a whole other year. So we saw a see at this point, not like Rav Chista. We'll see if it's a tomorrow what we do with this.